Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Not Buy Bread Alone. I am so happy you're listening. I know it's been a minute, guys, since I've been on here with a new podcast episode, and I do apologize, but here I am. Now, let's get started. Okay, first off, I hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. And for those of you that do not know me, my name is Sophia, and you can reach me at my Instagram, radphia, that is R-A-D-P-H-I-A. So I really have been contemplating on doing this topic. I think it's been on my mind for a while now, and honestly, I should have probably just did it instead of just being like, eh, I don't know, eh, I don't know, going back and forth. But like I've said in previous podcasts, I always want to be authentic on here and real. So I'm doing this topic. Here it goes. And I, of course, just hope that it helps someone. So I think what originally gave me the idea of this topic, um, I watched the series 13 Reasons Why. And if you're not familiar with the show, it's about this girl who takes her life because of what happened to her. And I don't want to give it away for those that are going to watch it, but she leaves 12 tapes that explain the 12 reasons to why she ended her life. Also, I think today's young people, middle schoolers and up, are really battling the spirit of sadness, unworthiness, loneliness, feeling like no one cares, feeling like they don't matter, and ultimately feeling like the only way they know how to cope with the pain is to take their life. Or maybe not actually end their life, but have considered it. Considered it because they genuinely feel the way I describe. Maybe because of bullying, maybe just because of a bad self-esteem, that is based on things that are not realistic, but in their current reality, they can't see past it and they don't perceive things like an adult does. And yeah, they will one day look back on their past reality and see that, yeah, that was silly, but in their present time, in that moment, they just can't see past it. I think maybe if more people speak out about their truth and the pain they felt when they were their age, maybe it could help them. Help them to not feel ashamed for feeling the way they feel. Help them feel like they're not the only one that has felt that way. Maybe if we could be more relatable and share our pains. Everyone experienced some type of pain. We all do. I think society has made it shameful to show your vulnerability, if you will, As if it's wrong to show you're hurting. And it's not. I once was right where you are. And I too was hurting. Like that. And I thought the same thing. But pain is temporary. And it will get better. So that's right. I once was lost and sad. And thought maybe I'd be better off if my life ended. Now before I dive deeper... I'm sharing this to help someone, and a disclaimer, I want you to know that I am in a very healthy place now in my life, 
and I am better and I am stronger and courageous to even share the story, but I think it's something that needs to be shared. And like I mentioned earlier, I have been contemplating doing this episode and then I'd be like, no, but the more I put it off, it just bothers me that I haven't done it yet. So I'm doing it now and maybe it will help you maybe my own children, or maybe it will help another young girl in the future. I don't know, but I feel so strongly and so compelled to tell my truth, so that's what this episode is. In the summer of, af- in the summer of after sixth grade, um, I moved, and I would start a school at a different middle school. I was happy that I was moving, My older siblings, on the other hand, were not. At this point in my life, I felt like a loser. I hated sixth grade. I was made fun of some, nothing really bad, but I felt stupid because I'm dyslexic and I suck at math because of it. So starting a new school, I felt like meant a new start for me. No one would hopefully know I had to be in resource math and looking back honestly, I was just goofy and awkward And I'm still all those things, but I embrace them now. And I was just trying to find myself. I saw myself not like others, not like my peers, but in honesty, I was exactly like them. At that age, we are all trying to figure out our identities, what style of clothes we like, what music we like. But it's when we start focusing on, well, what will my peers think? Is it weird to like this or that? But in the moment of trying to discover who I was, I felt isolated, misunderstood, and I felt like no one else knew what it was like. But that was not the truth. Anyway, so we move and my fresh start was to happen. I made some solid friends fairly quickly who were like me, and I soon realized that these friends were two battling similar things on finding who we each were. I was back in resource math, unfortunately, but luckily it was in a separate part of the school, isolated from the other seventh graders. So I don't think any of my friends knew I was in that math class, which was a big deal to me at the time. I couldn't let them know maybe they wouldn't be my friend anymore. By eighth grade, I was in regular math. I guess because at that point we can use calculators, which I'm being funny, but serious at the same time. And I remember one day, what really struck me was I always thought, like looking back on it, I can see it, but I always thought less of myself because I felt like I was different and I learned different and learning differently was a bad thing and it truly isn't. And of course, now I can embrace it as an adult, but I remember this one day in eighth grade English class, there was this really popular girl in my class, and I always thought, well, I'm less than. But when I saw that I was smarter than her, and she actually needed my help, I was like, wow, she's popular and pretty, and people still like her even if she doesn't understand the book we are reading, and she needs my help, little old me. So even as things were getting better and aspects of having these great friends and 
that I had made and getting out of resource math, there was still just like sadness of feeling unworthy, trying to feel important. And I remember writing on my wrists, well, more like carving on my wrists with a safety pin, O-M-O, for on my own. Because that is what it felt like. I had to wear a sweatband on my wrist to cover the letters I had carved in my wrists. O-M-O. After I did it, I felt stupid and felt like that was it. I'm going to be who I want to be and be friends with who I want to be friends with. I remember my mom seeing one of the letters poking out of my sweatband and asked what that was and I just said nothing. A scratch. I felt so guilty that I hurt myself and I felt guilty that if my parents knew what I did, how upset they would be. They would be upset because they love me. It's like I forgot my parents love me. Not because they didn't tell me, but because I was feeling less for being different. But I remember after that day of my mom almost finding out what I did, I couldn't hurt myself again. But the pain never really went away as I thought it did. The lies would come back into my thoughts. It was like out of nowhere, I felt unimportant, not valuable. I would get trapped in the comparison game, thinking I wasn't skinny or pretty enough. I started having issues with my body. I remember going to the mall and shopping at this one store where all their sizes ran small, but I couldn't understand that. All I knew is that I wanted to wear those pants and in their store it had me at a size 12 which in a normal store probably would have only been like a four but I didn't get that so I started running every day five miles a day until I was wearing a size 2 from the store that ran small. I was very thin, sickly, obsessed with something so stupid looking back on it, but it felt so important. When we are all young, all these things I've mentioned are such big deals. It's equivalent to an adult making the mortgage payment, the importance of it. That's how important it felt like. So here, I was now older, trying to feel adequate and trying to feel like I mattered because I felt like I didn't. This type of cycle continued in my 20s. I was trying different things to make myself feel like I was worthy when the whole time I needed to turn to God. I wish I knew the value of loving myself. They don't teach you that in school. They don't explain that, yeah, you may be dyslexic, but you are not less valuable than the other kid. Yeah, you may not learn the same way as your peer, but you're just as important. You must embrace yourself. And for my listeners that feel less than and not important, let me tell you this. You are one of a kind. You are valuable. You are perfect. You are important. There's only one of you in this world. How amazing is that? You are important to me. Yeah, I may not know you, but you're not listening to this by chance. I was completely held to talk about this and here you are listening how you feel is not always the truth so that's when you need to turn to what is true what does God say you are God calls us righteous and chosen 
Our self-worth is not based on behavior. We will always belong to God, no matter what. My faith journey has taught me so much, and I don't want you to think you don't matter. We all belong to a God that loves each and every one of us. Even the people that don't believe in God, He still loves you guys. And I have learned that my self-worth is not found in other people or in things. It is found in my Creator and loving and learning to love myself just the way God intended me to be. I will tell you this. Having God in your life and having Him direct you and lead you is life-changing. And I just, and I don't just say that. Everything I share in these podcasts are proof of it. My life is a living example. We need to all please strive to be kind to all people. We all experience pain in life. We must be kind. I hope this gave you a little insight into how some young people feel and how they look at life currently. Remember, they haven't lived as long as us adults, so they aren't going to perceive things like you and I. Not yet. Remember, the power of turning to God and welcoming Him into your life is life-altering. I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. I guess because I didn't know what I know now. I mean, yeah, I knew there was a God and everything, but it's like I didn't even think to turn to my Creator. And that's why I'll keep sharing and hopefully leading others to Him through these podcasts. God has a plan for all of our lives. He wants to first save us for eternity and then use us to be a light in this world. I usually close with a prayer, so for those that haven't asked God to come into their life and want to, you just have to confess it, and you can repeat after me. Dear God, thank you for saving me. Thank you for forgiving me for my sins. I believe that you sent Jesus to save me, and he died on the cross and rose again. Father, please lead my life. Mold me, change me, renew me. And in your name I pray, amen. As always, remember to go and let your light shine.